Thank you for tuning in to the Asking God Why podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast approaches the Bible with the question, why? Let's look at the Bible to answer life's questions. Here is your host, Jameson Stewart. Welcome back to Asking God Why, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be spending time in the rest of Matthew chapter 16 and in Matthew chapter 17. And the question we're going to be asking today, as we think about our overall question for the book of Matthew, why is Jesus the Christ? The question we're going to be asking in today's episode is, why is it significant that Jesus is the Christ? Or why does it matter that Jesus is the Christ. And as we look to the text today in Matthew chapter 16, picking up with verse 13 through verse 20, we find really our first reason why it's significant that Jesus is the Christ, why it matters that Jesus is the Christ or the Messiah. First of all, his church is built on it. His church is built on the fact that he is the Christ. Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And so some, they said to him, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And so based on what Peter says, Jesus answers him, and says, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, or Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. The rock, he is not talking about Peter. Peter is not the rock Jesus is talking about. The rock that he was going to build his church on was the fact that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. On that rock, on that fact, the church would be built. Jesus would build his church on that. And he said he would give them the keys of the kingdom of heaven, that whatever they bound on earth will be bound in heaven, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. He commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. So why is it significant that Jesus is the Christ? Well, first of all, we learn in reading verse 13 through 20 here in Matthew 16, his church is built on that fact. Second of all, in the next handful, few handful of verses here, we see that his death and resurrection, Jesus' death and resurrection, are linked to him being the Christ. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Now, Peter then takes him aside and really rebukes the Lord and says, look, Jesus, that's not going to happen. But we see right after we see this, that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, he then tells them, by the way, I'm going to have to die, but I'm going to be resurrected on the third day. So, Jesus' church is built on the fact that he is the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus' death and resurrection are also linked to the fact that he is the Christ, the Son of God. Certainly, then, 
as we go through this, we're starting to see some reasons why it matters. There's some very significant things that the text links to Jesus being the Christ. We go on in chapter 16, verse 24 through verse 28. Jesus' call to follow him depends upon him being the Christ. If he's not the Christ, then he's not worth following. But if he is the Christ, then notice what he says. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Assuredly, I say to you, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This call to follow him is on the heels of this confession that he is the Christ, the Son of God, and that he is going to have to die and be raised from the dead. If Jesus is not the Christ, then he's not worth following. If he is the Christ, then his call to follow him must be obeyed, and as he says, we must be willing to deny even ourselves and to follow him if he is, in fact, the Christ. So as we're beginning to think about this, Why is it significant that Jesus is the Christ? Well, really because everything seems to link to that. His church is built on him being the Christ. His death and his resurrection are also connected to that. The call to follow him even depends upon him being the Christ. We get into Matthew chapter 17, verse 1 through 13, and we have... Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration, as we often call it. He goes up on this mountain, and he's, he's transfigured. His authority then, verse 17, or chapter 17, verse 1 through 13, Jesus' authority is connected also to his being the Christ. Jesus takes Peter, he takes James and John, and they go up on a high mountain, the text says, and Jesus was transfigured before them. His face shone, his clothes became as white as the light. Moses and Elijah appear with him, and they talk with him. Peter says, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Now, while Peter's saying that, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Peter, you're wanting to honor Moses and Elijah on the same plane as my son. The father comes and says, look, you need to hear him. The authority of Jesus Christ there is what's emphasized. And then they come down the mountain and Jesus explains to them about Elijah and who Elijah was. As far as the prophecies about Elijah, they had questions about that, and Jesus showed that Uh, John the Baptist was the one that the Old Testament scriptures were speaking of, that Elijah was coming, and they were saying, who is that supposed to be then? And Jesus was saying, it's supposed to be, it is John the Baptist. But So we, we think about then 
his transfiguration and God speaking, this is my beloved son, hear him, the one that he was well pleased with. Jesus' authority is connected to him being the Christ, the son of the living God. So Jesus' church is built on him being the Christ. His death and resurrection are connected to it. The call to follow him depends on it. His authority is also connected to him being the Christ, the Son of the living God. So why does that matter to us? As we go through the rest of chapter 17, why does it matter to you and me? Uh, Certainly we've seen some reasons why it's significant that Jesus is the Christ. Two things why this especially matters to us. Verse uh, chapter 17, verse 14 through verse 23, because we will fail without faith in him as the Christ, the Son of God. We will fail without faith in him. When, when they come down the mountain, uh, a multitude is there, and a man came to him kneeling down and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers terribly. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but, but your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Now, our question would maybe be unbelief. Unbelief in what? What was it that they had trouble believing, or they didn't believe here? They obviously thought they could cast it. Jesus had given some of his apostles power to do this. We saw that in earlier chapters. They thought they could. They tried. It's not that they didn't think they could cast the demon out. What was the problem? Look at the next couple verses here in chapter 17. Or if you're just listening, listen to this. Now, while they were staying in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is about to be betrayed into the hands of men, and they will kill him, and the third day he will be raised up, and they were exceedingly sorrowful. Now hold on. Haven't we heard that already? You go back to the previous chapter. Jesus told them that, and Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him, saying, This will not happen to you. Their unbelief. They did not believe, at least at first, that what Jesus told them, hey, I'm going to be delivered into the hands of these people and be killed and be raised the third day. They did not believe that, at least not that first time around. Here they began to be, they were exceedingly sorrowful. It seems here, at least to some extent, they now believe the Lord this is going to happen. They could not cast out that demon because they had not believed Jesus when he told them, look, because I am the Christ, I'm going to have to go and die and be raised from the dead. They didn't believe him. And because of that, they could not cast out that demon. 
why does it matter to you and me? Why should it be significant to us that Jesus is the Christ? Because we will fail without faith in him as the Christ and all that he did. We we cannot succeed if we do not believe in him as the Christ, the Son of God, and all that he did. And then in the final, uh, so that's one reason why this is significant to us. And then the final, I suppose, little section here, Matthew 17, the last few verses, 24 through 27. Why is this significant? Why does it matter to us? Because we learn more about his identity. We learn more about him. When he'd come to Capernaum, those who received the temple tax came to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay the temple tax? He said, Yes. And when he had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him, saying, What do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take custom or taxes? Do they take these customs or taxes from their sons or from strangers? You know, foreigners. Peter said to him, Well, from strangers. Jesus said to him, Then the sons are free. Nevertheless, lest we offend them, go to the sea, cast in a hook, and take the fish that comes up first. When you have opened its mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and you. What is Jesus implying here? Well, they're coming for the temple tax. Okay. He, he, this, this, this illustration Jesus uses, do the kings take taxes from their own children, from their sons, or do they take it from foreigners? And, Jesus, and Peter said, well, not from their own children. They take it from foreigners. The temple. Who was it who, at least in a sense, resided there? Well, God did. What is Jesus maybe very subtly implying here about himself? Well, what, we, what Peter confessed earlier, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus is saying, you know, so that we don't offend them, go pay this. But Jesus, what he's basically saying is, because I am God's son, he's not taxing me. But so that we don't offend them, pay this. Take this and, and go catch this fish and go pay the tax for you and for me. So why is it significant that Jesus is the Christ? His church is built on that fact. His death and his resurrection are linked to him being the Christ. The call to follow him depends on it. If he's not the Christ, he's not worth following. If he is, then we ought to be willing to give our very lives to follow him. His authority is built on him being the Christ. And and it matters to us because we will fail without faith in him as the Christ. And it matters to us that Jesus is the Christ because that helps us to learn more about who he is. He is the Christ, the Son of the living God. I appreciate you so much studying along with me in this episode. Uh, I I pray that that you will remain safe and that you will continue to study the Word of God, whether in this podcast or uh, some of the other podcasts, whether with the Scattered Abroad Network or, or other good podcasts that follow the Bible. 
Uh, certainly check out the Scattered Abroad Network website. Uh, you can find this podcast there and others as well. Until we study again, may God bless you. And as always, stay curious. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.